This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. Keep that list, Mike. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is. As usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve is thrilled to find out who we're toasted. Yes, indeed. And today we toast 35-year-old Celia Barrett of St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Celia. St. Petersburg. It's a hell hole. Mm, that's a much different perspective there. Uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> Man, dude. Yeah. St. Petersburg. You, you and gravity, you huh? that thing. <laughs> oh, Lord, brother. It ain't that hot. Newton. Uh, <laughs> It's human, man. It's human. Uh, Celia, seemingly, is is one of those people who strongly subscribes to the theory of go big or go home, even if it's stupid. So this past Sunday, Celia paid a visit to Racetrack. That's a chain of gas station slash convenience stores, mostly located throughout the South. Now, she was armed with one of the deadliest weapons known to man, a vegetable peeler, and Celia immediately threatened the two employees that happened to be working that shift, even threatening to kill one of them, again, with a vegetable peeler. Then, unprovoked, she toppled and broke a display of Red Bull before then turning her attention to a card of cigarettes that she tore open and spilled on the floor. She did all of this while being completely naked. And I'd like to add, she walked into the store naked. It is not like she stripped off. As soon as she opened the door, they thought to themselves, oh, no, it's going to be one of these moments. Well, one of the final notes I'd like to point out, police finally did arrive. And before they could get her into custody, guess what she did? Yeah, she started masturbating. Mm. Uh, And then they finally arrested her. There's like 8,000 charges against her. Thank you, Mike, for that visual. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know if it was that vigorous, but. uh, Oh, it was. Nevertheless, man, yeah, so you walk into a store naked, armed with a vegetable peeler, threaten to kill people, break everything in the store, and masturbate when the cops get there. <sighs> Boy, if I were single, I'd be looking her up right now. Look out. So we pour this booze, and we drink this booze. 
Because we think it's yummy. Yeah. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down, down the hola bitola. The men's room presents Profile This. That's Stephen Throwhill. Could you please tell everyone how Profile This is played? A short can, Miles. It's a simple game where we share with you a real-life news story. Something that happened right here on planet Earth. Earth, 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 Earth. Earth. And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people and the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is you think makes the story a story. Hello, Jack. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 All right, Jack, you understand how this here game is played? Yes. Fantastic. You got your choice of one of three stories. We have the category of interior decorating, where you guess the foreign object that ended up on the inside of someone. Animalize this, where you guess the animal responsible for causing the problem. And finally, hit me with your best shot, where you guess the unconventional weapon that someone chose to use as a weapon. Let's go hit me with your best shot. We go back to the state of Florida, where a man was arrested after striking a Circle K cashier in the forehead with a thrown object and then hopping over the counter to further batter the victim. According to a criminal complaint, one Edward Riordan, the convenience store worker, he tried to check out John Mayhass as he was next in line. However, for some reason that no one knows, Mayhass refused to let Riordan handle his transaction. Instead, he walked over to another employee, rendered payment, and then threw the object toward the victim, hitting him in the forehead. After Riordan asked him to leave the Circle K, that's when Mayhaus became irate and hurtled over the counter to push and strike the victim in the face. The question by police, Mayhaus admitted that he jumped over the register counter and did in fact strike the victim. He was arrested for battery, which is a misdemeanor, booked into jail. The question is, what did he hit the cashier in the forehead with? Credit to his aim. Was it a frozen burrito? A Snickers bar, a chocolate egg, or beef jerky. So frozen burrito, Snickers bar, a chocolate egg, or beef jerky. What did he throw and hit this poor cashier in the forehead with? Say chocolate mm-hmm. egg? Chocolate uh-huh. egg. Hmm. Or beef jerky. Or beef jerky, yes. Ah. Uh, well, Florida. Uh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Circle K, yes. Jack, I'm going to go frozen yeah. burrito. I mean, that's that's a good that's a good pick. But uh, I think I'm going to have to go Snickers. Snickers bar, really right satisfying. In front of the counter. I mean, right right there always, you know. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Crime Seems of convenience. paid for it and then threw it at the dude. But keep in mind, so there's two cashiers working. Right. You're the cashier, and no one has explained why. I have decided I don't like you, Ted. I'm not letting you ring me up. I go to the other cashier. But as the other cashier rings me up, I pick up an object and throw it at you anyway and hit you in the forehead. You're not even the guy that rang me up. I've just determined I don't like you. Kind of the reverse of that chick that used to work at Bartell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll go Snickers as well. Ted going Snickers, bro. Not you when you're hungry. <laughs> what uh, What did he throw at that uh, Circle K cashier? A frozen burrito, a Snickers bar, a chocolate egg, or beef jerky? We'll find out next. That was a tease. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Category simply with your best shot on profile this. We got a Florida man arrested after throwing something at a Circle K cashier. I guess one guy refused to ring him up. He went over the other cashier and ended up throwing it. No, no, the exact opposite. The guy was willing to ring him up. The customer just determined he did not like that cashier. They never oh, met. Okay. And went to the other cashier and then still threw something and hit the first cashier in the forehead. Okay. So the question is, what did he throw at him that he jumped over the counter and punched him? Uh, was it a frozen burrito, a Snickers bar, a chocolate egg, or beef jerky? And Jack, that is the very question that we posed to you. Let us start with Miles Montgomery, who picked my favorite answer, which would be the frozen burrito. And it doesn't make sense now to think about it. If you are in a Circle K, you probably are going to put that thing in the microwave. That way, when you while you're there, you're right, yeah, yeah. eat it. I, in your defense, generally you buy it. I, I've always bought it first and then heated it and up. And then heated it up. Yeah, but it was not a frozen burrito. Okay. And Jack, you agree with Dean Smith. You guys both, with, both went with the Snickers bar. Oh, I'm afraid it was not the Snickers bar. Chocolate egg? It was a freaking chocolate egg. All right, I didn't know how fresh your story was. <laughs> like a Cadbury? I guess. I get that, you know what? What's funny is in the story, they, they made it a point to tell you no one said if it was Cadbury or someone else, but yeah, he grabbed one of those hard-ass chocolate eggs and hit this dude in the forehead with it. It makes sense that he could have better aim with something. With the chocolate egg, I right. agree. You know, like a package of beef jerky. I mean, you don't know how that thing's going to fly. You'd have to yeah. put it on its side and kind exactly. of fling it. Mm-hmm. Like a I'm going to try that next time. That's right. I mean, you could throw it like a Frisbee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, for all TV news all the time, it is time for TV Time with Ted. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the Men's Room presents TV Time with Ted. Ah! Your choices today, Stephen Colbert, Tom Mugsen, the Jimmys, Seth Myers, or Ted Smith. Is it Ted or is it late night? It's right there. The title is guys have teams of talented writers that help them come up with their monologues each and every night. It is up to you to determine is this an actual late night joking from whom or could it be a V. Ted Smith original? French tourist in Arkansas. Oh, wow. Oh, French tourist in Arkansas visited uh, at Arkansas's Crater of Diamond State Park found a seven carat diamond. Wow. That's hard to believe. Someone in France took a vacation to Arkansas? I'm guessing Fallon. Yeah, Fallon. Seth? A French tourist at Arkansas's Crater of Diamond State Park recently found a seven-carat diamond. Wow, that is hard to believe. Someone in France took a vacation to Arkansas? I think I wrote Curator. Oh, so Crater. Crater. Oh. Yeah. 
Some stats from the Adventure Travel Trade Association uh, reports that female travelers account for 57% of the explorers who make reservations to global travel companies. The funny part is it's mostly older women. Women over 40 are prime clients, and women over 65 are getting uh, particularly adventurous. And a related story, there's been a high influx of young 20-something men applying for jobs in Jamaica. Detention. Kimmel. Smith. Yeah. That's a house. Still, I got a group back joke. Yeah. <laughs> What's it? Rena Rastafarian or Rena Ross? Rena Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Old ladies. Older ladies, old. not old ladies. Yeah. The older not, you get, the less you say it. That is real. Yes. Yeah. Right. I can't say older. I'm 43. Right. Mm-hmm. Ladies my age. Yeah. <laughs> what up? I know, you got to click on mature to see a woman your age of porn. <laughs> That's when you know you've crossed the threshold, man. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon announced today that they're abandoning the, uh, the buy to the maker of Roomba. Apparently, the deal was going great. Then I got stuck under a chair. Foul. Yeah, foul. Yeah, it's foul. Well, some business news today. Amazon announced that they are abandoning plans to buy the maker of Roomba. Apparently, the deal was going great. Then it got stuck under a chair. Russian President Vladimir Putin was formally registered for the upcoming election in March. And I've seen enough. With 0% of the precinct, precincts reporting, I'm calling it for Putin. Seth, be touchable. Seth. Russian President Vladimir Putin was formally registered for the upcoming election in March. And I've seen enough. With zero precincts reporting, I'm calling it for Putin. All right. Careful what you wish for. All right. So yesterday I talked about there was the premiere on Netflix of the We Are the World. Uh, It was a documentary about how they made that song, right? And they Mm -hmm. called it The Greatest Night in Pop. Basically just because so many people were there. And if you don't remember the song, I'm sure you've heard it. You know, we are the world, we are the future. We are the champion, we are the one to make a man and dance, and let's not give him. So there's some pretty uh, interesting things here, all right? Uh, number one, right, because when it comes out, I mean, I'm a kid. We love it. 85, I think. 84, 85. Yeah. Uh, it's 80. It was, uh, it was recorded after the 1985 American Music Awards. That's how they had all those stars in okay. town. All right. All right. And you're right. When you were a kid, it was just mind-blowing to see all of them in And it's one all video. different genres. Yeah. And you know what? There was a lot of different people doing stuff uh, in the music industry back then that was that was good that I remember. There's obviously Live Aid, which was the the three concerts uh, for Hungary and Africa. Uh, then you had... The, Wasn't this song specifically attached to that? Uh, no, well, it, yeah. yes, it because it was to raise money, right? For and then they had the the, the the Christmas song that they did. Over uh, okay, there. so that's part of this. Harry Belafonte, right? He basically started We Are the World. At least it was his idea to do something about hunger in Africa. They did this based on the Band Aid cherry charity song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do they know it's Christmas from the UK, which came out first? Ah, right. and okay. then they did another one after that called. <laughs> yeah, they knew, but they got no uh, gifts. They had a, a apartheid. Uh, Song uh, called uh, "I Don't Want to Play Sun City," which was a yes, casino in South Africa. Yeah. They were trying to make sure that artists didn't go there and support that venue because they were, you know, the apartheid there. Seg- segregation. Correct. Like Correct. Yeah. I feel like I've always just known a little more about South Africa just because, like where I grew up, there was just always signs that were like "End the Apartheid." Yep, that's so, I mean, exactly. even before we learned history about it, you just mm-hmm. constantly, as a kid, you were just like, what's going on? Because it's history now, but it was current then. It man. was current, yeah. right, which is pathetic to even think about. Yeah. 
Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie, they avoided uh, any dated expressions when they wrote the song. Things like Right On or Yo Dog. They wanted to make sure the lyrics were timeless. I didn't even know people were saying Yo Dog at 25. I I told you it was recorded after the American Music Awards. It sadly had all those people. Uh, Prince was supposed to be there, but he no-showed. People seem to think it was because of his rivalry with Michael Michael Jackson. Jackson, And also, it just didn't fit his brand. Uh, I don't know why they had to add this, but uh, when they recorded it, he was at a Mexican restaurant. Okay. Well, I mean, he was in town. <laughs> right. So. He just didn't. But again, in 85, I bet it was exciting to go to a Mexican restaurant. That wasn't Chi-Chi's. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was Chi-Chi's and, and locally owned stuff. I don't even know if there are any more chains then. That's what I'm saying, right? You know, other like, than Taco Bell or something. But I mean, like, as far as, well, hell, Chi-Chi's wasn't authentic either. But yeah, like, Chi-Chi's was the Mexican restaurant. Correct. Correct. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is my favorite one. Madonna was not invited. Apparently, some of the organizers felt that she wasn't a good enough singer. They went with Cindy Lauper instead. Sources say it broke her heart. Uh, Thrill, you have said for years, like, look, I, I'm just not a fan of Madonna's music. Or, mm-hmm. like, I just don't really care about her too much. Now, I will say I have uh, spent some time with her uh, as a, as a Young teenager. Everybody sussed one yeah. out, but that, that, I think that was the secret to her success. She's willing to show her gooch, and she she gets to the top, but it wasn't. And you can even like her songs, but very few people would argue that she had a good voice. Correct, and, I, and right. that's what you see here. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, he took part by accident. He just happened to be talking to a talent manager that day, and the guy invited him uh, to the recording session. I, I think Madonna's yeah. like, Dan Aykroyd's there, but I'm not. Like, yeah, but he can sing a little bit. Well, I will say this. I mean, if you know one thing, he can play harmonica. Mm-hmm. I have two Blues Brother albums at home. Now, they have a professional backup band. Sure. But those two guys could perform and sing as frontmen. You know, John Belushi didn't play anything. He just mostly right. danced and sang. But the, the, it's a, it, amazing albums, actually. You know, it's Yeah, they're not bad. Blues and yeah. Uh, let's see. These are uh, some facts about the making of We Are the World. Uh, Bob Dylan almost had a nervous breakdown. He got all stressed out trying to figure out how to sing his part when basically all they wanted him to do was to sound like Bob Dylan. Yeah, just be you, man. But he doesn't harmonize or anything. No, he, so he goes, uh, we have a world to make a better day, so let's start giving. I think when they recorded, There's a choice for making. most of them were in the studio all at once. So it's even Correct. tougher for them because you're not doing a solo track and we'll add it. It's like, no, 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 you're here with like 25 people, whatever it was. Right. I mean, There's it was a bunch deep. of them in there. Uh, Eddie Murphy misses chance to be there. He was at Stevie Wonder's studio <laughs> recording party all the time. Go figure. Mm. Uh, Stevie asked him if he wanted to come over, but he declined. When he realized he passed up, obviously he felt like an idiot. Yeah, he could have recorded that anytime. Uh, not everybody liked the song. Billy Joel claims they all hated it, but nobody was willing to say so. And probably because at the end of the day, it was a massive success. It spent four weeks at number one. One went quadruple platinum within a month, went on to sell 7 million copies and helped raise over 63 million. Damn. It did a fantastic job. And I was hyper aware of it at that time. I'm 15, 16 years old. But but yeah, as far as a song goes, it was awful. I, I thought, like, this is a terrible song. But you appreciate what they're doing. So you well, and remember, slack. I can't remember if it was a new song or they redid a song right after 9-11. That had a bunch of pop stars and music stars in it. Man, I don't. They had even, worked on something. I'm not sure. And and it, look, it sounds odd talking about it on our radio station, but most people don't realize that was supposed to be the original launch of XM. So oh, they really? had flown in a. 
bunch of massive stars there. And I almost, if I remember correctly, it's like the launch of XM was supposed to be September 11th or September 12th. But obviously oh, wow. they couldn't oh. throw that. It was in huh. New York. Right. So there was a bunch of them in New York. Because I remember there was videos of like about all these pop stars in these studios. It's like, right, they were all there for that huge launch in Damn. place of huge concert. But obviously you can't go out and be like, let's have fun. Right. And yeah. you're in New York City. Exactly. You're in the epicenter of it all. Right. And I mean, sports, everything was shut down there for a while. So obviously they, that got shut down as well. All right, the biggest news on the block is the next two weeks. Actually, this week's kind of quiet, right, when you talk about football and the Super Bowl. Now, I know what people are saying. Ted, have you forgotten your roots? No, I haven't. I will watch Senior Bowl on Saturday. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. Uh, but this week's kind of quiet. Next week, you'll have all the media days. Right. The teams will arrive. I think they get there, like, what, Friday or Saturday. I do find it interesting. The Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. Correct. Now, if you're the Chiefs, it's pretty simple. You, this is kind of your routine. So Andy Reid's like, yeah, we're not switching much. But both of those teams are outside of the strip for good reason. Yes. The main reason is, and I, Corin Robinson, <laughs> Corin, right? And I, I don't think those guys do as much as that stuff during the day. Like that's what we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. Like I, I have a hard time seeing a current player doing that, but. Also, those guys aren't allowed to gamble at all. No, no, not even a slot machine. Correct. So it's like, right, we might as well just stay in a super nice. And there's a lot of nice resorts that are not on the street. Yeah, absolutely. I just can't imagine being anywhere in Vegas and not walking past a slot machine in any hotel. Oh, you're going to? It's I just, guess I'm saying. I just like I, I, you try, but that seems to be unavoidable as far as it being part of the whatever you're staying at. It is like even the airport. I mean, yeah. you name it. You're, you're just walking past them. Yeah, and I think I think that they'll be fine with that stuff. But right, if you're staying on the strip, if you're staying at the win, right? You have it's it's one of the nicest casinos. Mm-hmm. You have arguably the best nightclub in the freaking world in there. Yeah, with like top tier DJs and stuff. Remember, these are young, mostly young men. Right. So it's like I I think it's a great idea. Even Let's, the old yeah. ones are young men. Here's you know something I mean? else. Right. Look, you're you're multimillionaires. You are in Vegas. Stay Monday. Stay Tuesday. Have a little party, do whatever you want, right. and enjoy, your, Super Bowl. enjoy yourself in Vegas. It, it, you know, if you want, if you lose, maybe one thing you want to fly home, get the hell out of there. But if you win, you might as well stay for a couple extra days and enjoy it. Your family's already there. I mean, even if you lose, I look. Obviously, you're upset. But remember, there was that video years ago of Gronk at like the team party dancing, and people were like, "Oh, he lost. How could he do that?" And it's like, well, number one, like he did lose, but like they had been to a few, and then number two is like. You've spent all season this super intense thing. Like, you want to go out and party. You're so going to mm-hmm. cut loose, man. Right. There's already parties planned. If anything, I'm sure these NFL teams, Miles, you're absolutely right, are more worried about, like, what happens to some of the fellas on Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, yeah. That's where your stories will hit. You bet. Yeah. I'm yeah. about to doubt, man. And I don't blame them. I would. I would go out, too. Well, and how many players who aren't in it are going to make their way down to down to Vegas to, you know, just be there for the Super Bowl? Well, you know they are, right? Because there's Radio Row, mm-hmm. which I still kind of want to do one year. they got to call us down there, man. I just, yeah, we're not a sports station, so I don't know. Good enough. Castle will be like, well, you guys aren't doing that. Well, yeah, you know like, what? No. They're not letting the four of us do the there's show no from chance. Vegas there's for no four chance. days. Like, we just, the, like, it's not going to happen. No. But you're right. And a lot of those players that you'll see, they'll pop up on Radio Row and, like, TV, you know, Cowherd has his show on TV. They're all going to show up, and then they'll do a quick interview, yep. right? And then they'll be like, hey, I'm, I, like, for me, I'd be like, 
Uh, I just want to mention once again, I'm proud to be here because of bounty paper towels. Uh, I use them as napkins and to clean up messes in my home. Bounty. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what they do, right? So, Mike, you're right. That'll be insane down there. I mean, look, it's too late now, I'm sure, to get hotel rooms and stuff. But if you've ever wanted to meet, like, any NFL players, like, that's the week to be down there. It sure is. I didn't even think about it until Mike just said that. Right. It's the Super Bowl. All those ex-players show up at a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Hell, one year, Russell Wilson was at the goddamn owner's box. What? Yeah, of course. I'll yeah. do what we did. When, when the Super Bowl was in New Orleans, we stayed in Biloxi, Mississippi, which was about an hour, 45 minutes away. Yeah. If you can't get a room in uh, Las Vegas, go to Mesquite, Nevada, which is 45 minutes east uh, toward mm-hmm. the Arizona border. Stay there in one of their casinos. Just drive over. Yeah. Make it a Trust me, it, was, you will get priced out of Vegas yeah. anyway. When I went down for Formula Un, like we were staying over just in, I guess it's Henderson or maybe a little north. Henderson, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like where the where the Raiders practice and stuff. Like there was nice casinos out there. And I, I mean, I'm sure because I'm old, like ah, I kind of like staying off the strip. <laughs> it's it's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah, not bad. Thank you, Ted. We appreciate it. Headlines on the way. You are listening to The Men's Room. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. All right, here we go to Florida and the village's entrance where a man greets residents with swollen clackers. Yeah. Meanwhile, researchers believe that your dog actually dreams about your uh, their owners, giving them bones and crackers. <laughs> if you're headed to the racetrack, bet on the horse that's on meth. A man trying to steal a car at a dealership, he comes pretty close to death. And a guy then steals a truck. With $30,000 of ice cream inside, it's time for your headlines. Now, it's time to hit the head. Lines. Here's my car. All right, time. So we're going to Australia, where a man forgot what he had on him. He was stopped by authorities during the New Year's Eve celebrations that took place earlier this month for a random breathalyzer test and was also asked for his ID in the process. It's all routine. It's all usual. The man complied knowing that he wouldn't produce a test above the legal limit but forgot something that he had put in his wallet. The officer took his ID and noticed something stuck to the back of it, a small baggie with a white powder substance inside. Suspicions led to tests, which led to a confirmation a that the man did indeed have cocaine in his wallet that he had forgotten look, about. Look, I'm telling you, I believe this to be a believable story. Absolutely. I really do. He got it from a buddy. He threw it into his wallet and just forgot about and, it. And, and like, I'd be, I would even be willing to bet. Look, if he's lying about that, okay. Wait, bull- you believe him? I believe that if you tested him <laughs> for cocaine... <laughs> mm-hmm. That there is a chance that it might not be in his system. There's a chance it's not in the system, but I do believe it's 100% chance it's his. Because, again, we've established you don't ask other people to hold your drugs. No, it's, it's, it's in his wallet. Oh, yeah. He's not cocaine. And he's not denying ownership. He said, I, he said I, I had this on New Year's Eve. I forgot it was in my wallet. It was like, oh, oh, okay. I got you. So when he handed over the card, it was kind of stuck to the back of his exactly. ID. Exactly. And so they flipped it over. Like, what the hell is this? He's like, oh, my God. This is the cocaine they gave me. Like, trust me. <laughs> New Year's in the end of January, he would have done that if he knew he had it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you don't. You and don't. if he bought it yesterday, then he'll he'll he's lying. Who right. did he give it to again? A cop. cop. He did give it to the cop. Yeah, yeah. he stuck to his ID. All yeah. Right. All right. Basically, All right. just a just a DUI stop. And yeah, here's my ID. Baggy stuck to the back of it. Right. It, and the fact, Miles, here's here's the thing. It's stuck to the back of his ID. It's yeah. been mm-hmm. in there long enough to where it adhered to the back of his ID. Yeah. Well, but, like, like when I when I got when they had the money on the, the cocaine that I got out of the the, the, yeah. the money that I got the ATM that was covered in cocaine at yeah. the Canadian border, right? So the guy says like, well, I didn't have any cocaine on me. Obviously, they could they could figure that out. And he goes, well, do you do cocaine, sir? And I was like, 
Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, Hell why? yeah. And he goes like, when's the last time you did cocaine? I was like, oh, six months ago in Vegas? I mean, I wouldn't say that in front of my wife if she was standing there, but I mean, we're in separate rooms. I planned on doing it tomorrow, exactly. but, <laughs> I but I haven't done it I'm going to buy it up here. Do you have any recommendations? <laughs> you know what, anybody? You got a club uh, <laughs> recommendation? You got, a, you got an evidence locker back there? Gay bar or anything? Where? <laughs> yeah, right. Tell me where to go, man. In other news, a man... That's probably the only drug you put in your wallet, too. You would put a joint in your wallet. What's in your uh, wallet? Cocaine. Actually, I did that once, but I did it because we had a we had an event uh, the night before, and people just handed me weed, so I stuffed the joint in my wallet, forgot it was there. The next day, uh, the KISW crew, a lot of us flew down to San Francisco for that Metallica show. Yeah. No idea it's there. Went through security just fine. When we got to San Francisco, the first thing we did, we stopped at an Irish pub, right? Sure. No big deal. And we're all going to chip in and pay. I opened my wallet, and I'm like... Oh my God! Oops! There's a joint sitting in there, <laughs> and then we smoked it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I did not mean to bring this, but I did. Oh God! In other news, a man in Florida was arrested for having a little bit too much fun at the hospital. He had already been discharged from the local facility, oh, but elected no. to keep his gown on and post up by the front door. <laughs> he was observed by multiple witnesses lifting his gown to expose himself to patients, asking them to check his genitals, reportedly jiggling his bits during the entire encounter. I did not realize he'd been discharged. Yeah, I just discharged. assumed that he was. Oh, he was on his way to get whatever procedure nah, done. he was done. God, man. man. Yeah, authorities were, were called and he now faces exposure charges. I feel like if you're a cop, right? And, and basically, that's the nature of the crime. Sure. I'm going to tase him right in the boys. You bet. Here, you want to be arrested him. or you want to get tased in the boys? Let, let me check him. You're wasting my time. To Springfield, Illinois, where a man couldn't wait to get back into trouble. He had been arrested on Friday for criminal trespassing and had gone through the normal process. He was taken to jail and issued an order to appear in court before he was released back into society. But just a mere 15 minutes later, county authorities got a call that he was outside of the county building and he had thrown a pole through the window of the facility with damages totaling $3,500 to repair. This is a guy that wants to be in jail. That's right. Given this new information, charges were added that, uh, that he'll have to answer for. Good job there, dummy. And just in case those stories left a bad taste in your mouth... Thankfully, there's good news. We go to Harvard, where a psychologist has uh, looked into the world of dreams and has deduced something about your dogs. In their research, they've discovered that humans dream of their everyday experiences and believe that there's no reason to suggest anything otherwise when it comes to your dogs. With that, they've deduced that there's a very good chance that your dog dreams about you. Oh, wow. I mean, that's their deduction, but there's no way. I think it makes us feel better. No way to prove Your it, sure. dog might be dreaming about killing a grizzly bear, flying a spaceship. Sure. The ability to speak a language. And I think and I think that all those do happen as well, but there is just as much Hello, of a Mr. chance. Hello, Mr. Bear. Is it weird to you that I can speak English? <gasps> right. There's also just as much of a chance that when your dog is running in their sleep, mm -hmm. they are chasing a ball that you've thrown in their dream. I always assume huh. a squirrel, but I don't know. I always thought they dream about like you dropping food on the floor. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. They just start licking in the middle. Yeah, my dog I takes the position. As soon as anyone sits down to eat, she's under the table. Jump mm -hmm. bag. She's just under the table. Oh. Come on, gravity, do me a solid. <laughs> What's with somebody and they go, Oh, our dog thinks you're weak. I go, Why is that? Because I was like standing up eating a taco and they, yeah. go, they think you're gonna drop something. I go, well, your dog's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> in the world of sports, you got NBA basketball over on TNT, some college hoops on the ESPN channel, CBS Sports and FS1, and in the world of hockey, your Seattle Kraken back in action down in San Jose, taking on the Sharks. Puck drops at 7.30 over on Root Sports. We've got Joey Decord back in the net. 
trying to get back on the horse there after that loss here just a couple days ago. As far as your weather's concerned, sticking to the mid-50s tonight all the way into tomorrow. However, you're going to you're gonna want to grab a jacket. The rain is back in force all day tomorrow. That's it for your headlines. With that, Mike Hawk is out. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time for the return of Who Sucks Less? Kevin Deers up next. Yes, indeed. It's all true. But in the meantime, well, we be all about this bitch. So until next time, please do what you do best. And for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. The men's room has been taped before a live studio audience. Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio Network. Oh, man. A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 